0: On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Brian Bloom from Grind Basketball. Oh man, we had such a fun conversation. We talked all about creating your own in-house user-generated content, uh, running TikTok ads. We talked about SEO. We talked about how they've been building a business. Uh, Incredible conversation. You guys are not going to want to miss this one. If you are a mid-seven-figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, how about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news, our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post surveillance ad world. But we learned some incredible lessons along the way and we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow to apply for a free growth plan today so we can show you what is working in a post iOS 14.5 world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash grow. On to today's episode. Someone on my team thought I either had superpowers or woke up at 5am to crunch client numbers. Turns out, I just used Triple Whale. Yeah, that's what one of their customers said, and he may be onto something. No one has to know the secret weapon to your success is Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform built to accurately pinpoint your ad spend across networks, making you look like the smartest person in the room. Their robust app helps you clarify your campaign's performance so you can run smarter, faster, more effective ad spends in real time and reap the rewards. Are you a genius? Only one way to find out. Guys, want to take Triple Whale for a spin? Stop by triplewhale.com slash upgrowth and use promo code UPGROWTH for 15% off. Now onto today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Uh today I'm joined by Brian Bloom from Grind Basketball. Brian, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Appreciate you for having me, Jordan. Oh, absolutely. All the way from Denver, Colorado, in the heart of the US of A. I don't I actually didn't mention this before. I am actually Canadian. Um uh, so I, I feel like I've I kind of have the best of both worlds because I could still like be in america do business in the states all that kind of stuff but i get to be a canadian so um i would say coloradoans are uh which is a term um uh would probably be the closest uh closest to canadians you know as as far as like i think of like you know legalized marijuana all that (laughs) kind of stuff you know <laughs> right. Just the chill culture. Maybe Montana, Montana, Washington. The Rockies definitely has kind of its own vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, Brian, for people who know nothing about you and nothing about grind basketball, just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you guys do. Sure, sure. So, grind basketball. Uh,
1: we like to think we're a company that merges sports, uh, design, and engineering to create innovative products for athletes. So. Um, Our goal has always been to innovate on traditional solutions that athletes use and sort of improve that core user experience for them. So uh, we launched in 2020 with our first product, the portable basketball shooting machine. Um, The problem with traditional shooting machines was that they were too clunky and they were super expensive for really an individual family to own. And so we wanted to sort of reimagine the product and made it slimmer uh, you know, super easy to transport and also got the price down from around an average of $7,000 to now we retail for $2,000. Wow.
0: Wow. That's incredible. uh,
1: Yeah. So, you know, we wanted to make it something that the, the average individual could afford, um, not average individual afford, obviously people have different situations, but, um, you know, we wanted to get it down as much as we can. And, uh, it's been great. You know, we've sold thousands of units up to this point. Um, been around now for two and a half years. And, you know, now we're sort of uh, building a really cool software experience that I think, you know, basketball fans at large, not even people that
0: own the machine, you know, are going to be able to enjoy Cool. Cool. I love the merging the the tech space into the physical product space. I feel like that's, there's so much gold there and so much value that you can bring to people before they even have your particular product. I, I absolutely love that. For people who don't know about the the product, I was actually just taking a look at it before and thinking like, I, you know, I used to play basketball back when I was in high school and afterwards. Yeah. And essentially you put the, this, this product underneath the hoop and it shoots the ball back at you. Right. I'm like, oh man, the amount of times I would have loved, absolutely loved to, because I would go in at like six 30 in the morning before school and just go shoot hoops. And I had to go do my own rebounds and go run up. But if you want to like get good at one particular shot, right? Like say you're shooting threes or something like you want that ball back immediately. Right. Like that's how you get, that's how you get good is like this repetitious Uh, this repetitious cycle. Brian, talk to me about what worked with your product launch. You guys launched in 2020. What really worked and and how did you guys start to get traction? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So we launched with no money. (laughs) We, uh,
1: you know, Thomas and I- The best way to launch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have to be so lean, you know, but um, we, we launched, you know, age 24, uh, both of us were 24 years old. That was March 2020, uh, ten days before the world shuts down too. So didn't really know what that was going to look like. But um, our the thing about it was we just had resources that were at our disposal. So we had a, a marketing guy, Maurice Elrod, who you know is super well connected in the space, about 20 years in in the space, and he um, he used to work at M1, and so the M1 Streetball tour. So the professor. Cool. Is a guy who you know blew up on the N1 Streetball tour and has kind of parlayed that into being a, a social media influencer today. And so Mo was able to uh, Maurice was able to you know talk to the professor and be like, hey, you know, I'm I'm working with this brand. This is what they're building. Um, you know, we'd love to work with you on a on a commercial. And so he did it for us for a very uh, friends and family rate. <laughs> cool, <laughs> cool. Um, and you know, that video, uh, we, we dropped that video right when we made the Shopify store live and, uh, that video got 1.5 million views. And so. Wow. On, on know, what,
0: which platform? Instagram.
1: Yeah, on Instagram.
0: Whoa. Yeah, on
1: Instagram. Yeah. So, uh, blew up there. Uh, that was kind of our first viral hit. And then, um, you know, after that we were like, okay, cool. Like we've got sales. <laughs> like this is a real thing, you know, cause we, we had to, you know, being bootstrapped, we had to collect money up front for pre-orders, put in the purchase yeah. order with our manufacturer. So it wasn't something like where you are ordering the product and getting it immediately. You know, these people were all pre-ordering and yeah. with a six to eight month delivery time frame. So, um, you know, we, we, we kind of rode that way for about a month and then we got into traditional sort of like Google PPC,
0: uh, and Facebook Is this ads. something people are, are people searching for this? Is this like an item? Cause yeah. I, I almost imagine this being more of like a TikTok, Facebook, Instagram right. type of item where it's like, ah, I didn't really right. know I needed it, but, but you're telling me yeah. that people are actually searching for this. So it's a really interesting product because I think from the outside,
1: people don't understand how ingrained this is in a serious youth basketball players experience. Like, mm-hmm. Every player that is serious about making the varsity team or even lower than that um, has some familiarity with what's called a shooting gun. So that's what it's called, kind of the slang term for it. Um, okay. So there is quite a bit of search volume for it. Now, before us, this wasn't a product that people thought about owning themselves. Like, It was much more so like I go to a trainer, he upsells me for the ability to use this device or it's a, it's a perk of my high school program or college. Yeah,
0: totally. Like one high school buys one of them for, for their teams.
1: Right. Exactly. And so it's not like a crazy search volume.
0: There's about like, you know, 30,000 searches a month for it on Google. Um, That, that surprise, that, that amount surprises me that, that, that actually seems like a high amount. It is. I know. And, and to be fair, that is across
1: uh, a few different, like that's like a combination of all the different search terms that it could be. So it's basketball shooting machine, basketball rebounder shooting machine near me, cheap shooting machine, like all the kind of like different long tail forms of that. But across all of them, the, uh, the sum of it is around 30,000 searches a month. Wow. And wow. You know, the nice thing there um, where we have really benefited is our other two players in the space, uh, because they were so B2B focused, they weren't really keen on Google ads at the time. They weren't really keen on, you know, SEO. And I imagine even brand building too, right? Definitely brand building. They, they're dinosaurs. So yeah. that was another thing that we came in with a significant advantage on. And uh, so, you know, across that, like um, we were able to you know, I think within 18 months, basically a launch, we were able to be the number three search result for most of our high value keywords. And then, wow, uh, you know, besides that, like we're, we're number one for a few. So like just a basketball machine,
0: we're number one, you know? Yeah. So um, that's been a huge benefit for us. Wow. Unreal. That's that's incredible. Uh, Brian, it's 2022. We're recording this in kind of late August. You know, 2022 has been a, you know, no pun intended, a grind for a lot of brands out there. Sure. How have you guys been able to make it through 2022? What have you been doing differently than others?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, for us, I think we have a really unique place because there's kind of this term, like, everyone's a media company, right? Like, everyone... Mm. Everyone's trying to be a media company. And for a lot of brands, that's not necessarily very authentic um, because, frankly, you don't always need to be making media as a business, right? Like content marketing and media are separate. And, uh, you know, for us, what we've been able to leverage is uh, basically being a creator on Instagram and TikTok and being able to put dollars behind those posts as advertisements. So gotcha.
0: So using like um, the Spark Spark Ads feature on TikTok or or right from our own yeah. in house
1: account though you know what I mean so it's like instead of yeah. paying some sort of influencer we're creating the account controlling the
0: selling points on those posts and then actually putting the marketing dollars behind it. Gotcha. And are you running this as the Grind Basketball TikTok account, or are you creating different accounts to to yeah. to do this? It's it's on the Grind Basketball main account. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. What kind of results are you seeing from focusing on that UGC in-house?
1: Yeah. it You know, it really just increases social proof so much, right? Like, it, you know, we're basically putting, uh, it's such an easy way for a family to visualize what the product's going to look like in their, totally. in their driveway, right? Like, yeah. oh, my house, my house looks like that, you know, whatever. Like, oh, I could take this to the park. You know, basically showing these use cases but. There's so much power in filmed on iPhone these days, right? It makes yeah. it feel so relatable. And uh, so having having those as you know, our sources of creative has been really powerful.
0: This month's sponsor is Triple Whale. Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform clarifies your ad performance across marketing channels, keeping you instantly in the know. Go to triplewhale.com slash upgrowth and use promo code upgrowth for 15% off today. Now... Back to today's episode. Oh, that's awesome. Do you do you have yeah. any sort of formula that you guys like to use when you're creating a video, especially one that you're going to be using for ads? Is there something that you're feeling like is really hooking people in?
1: Yeah, I I feel like you you want to call out your your prospect, like your target audience. You want to call them out in that first you know three seconds. Obviously, everyone talks about the hook being super important. Um, but I think what's doubly important is just kind of taking a step back and thinking like, what would I watch? You know what I mean? Like what, what would yeah, get me yeah, to yeah, actually, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm scrolling on TikTok, like what would I stop to actually take 15 seconds to give my attention to? And so, you know, whenever we try to um, come up with sort of like, what is our hook for this video? That's something that's very top of mind. Cool, um, cool. Yeah. And then one last point there would just be, um, you want something that people are going to like, almost disagree with, you know, or, or like have a comment on. So, um, you know, one of ours was, uh, every Hooper's dream. Right. So like, we're saying like, you know, this is what everyone dreams of as
0: a product. If totally. people disagree with that, you know, they're going to let you know, yeah. right. Like they, totally they, and uh, their disagreement is actually going to get you more eyeballs. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's which, a net positive for us, which is also kind of part of the, the problem on social, right it's like yeah. i actually I, yeah. I recently had this on on linkedin i got an analytics tool cuz linkedin is just a big part of what i do on a daily basis and i was sure. like oh, i should i should i should actually see so i went to my main posts for the last year every single one of them was a controversial take on something and i'm like oh that's just not me but yet it's the ones <laughs> like i had one that had 500,000 views on linkedin i'm like yeah. ah like, Dude, what do you, I do here? You gotta here? stir the pot. <laughs> you I gotta know. stir the pot, man. It's crazy. Like, so sp- speaking of stirring the pot, I've got another question for you here, and, and a question that I'm going to be asking of of everyone who comes on the podcast now. And this is not my my classic question. I'll get to that one in a second. Yeah, you've got incredible content. You're getting good results on Google. What are you guys doing with Performance Max?
1: Um, you know, I I think uh, our our goal with performance is just, you know, to generate a solid return, right?
0: Across no, sorry, sorry. I, I'm specifically talking about, about Pmax, Performance Max on Google, the new campaign type that will literally, and, and is transforming advertising as we speak. Are, are you guys using Performance Max in anything?
1: Uh, I'm not sure,
0: uh, to be honest with you. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: not totally sure. That's a new one for me, so I'm happy.
0: I'm asking the question on the podcast because we're. I, I recently saw um, uh, the CEO of Common Thread Collective, who's you know one of the bigger agencies out there. Them and Hawk right. are kind of some of the the big dogs. Um, sure. Post about Performance Max, and the way that he talked about it was was as though he literally knew absolutely nothing about it. And it is the most transformative thing Google has ever done in their entire. Like, ever. Like, I, I can't even believe the results that we're seeing on PMAX. And so, I'm just interested to see what other people are, if they're if they're using it. For a brand like you guys, Brian, I see PMAX as just being transformational to your strategy. Yeah. All of these yeah. incredible TikTok videos that you have, plugging them into YouTube, plugging them into to the, all these different areas. Um, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. And, and especially for all the podcast right. guests that are listening to this, I want you guys to understand how – how transformative PMax is! Like it, it right. is beating Facebook in prospecting and pre funnel more than anything I've seen in my entire life. So I want everyone right. who listens right. listens to this to to understand that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, I definitely uh, I'll have to chat with because I, I kind of oversee our Google stuff, and then um, I work with another contractor that does a really awesome job. It's cool. entirely possible he's using it, but I just hadn't heard the term yet. So I'm definitely,
0: cool. I do I can't believe the amount of pushback I've got from Google people on LinkedIn and Twitter and all these places that are like, just hate on it. Um, so that's why I'm trying to bring this segment in is like, hey, let's talk about Pmax. Let's talk about why at the brands that we own and at Upgrowth Commerce, why we think that it is it is Facebook in 2014 or 2015. That's that's what this, wow. this, this is. Um, and I'm not wow. saying that just to, to try to be controversial. It's like, it really is. Yeah, 100. No, um, I'm I'm excited to check it out. I can see Brian going on on Slack there. <laughs> Why the <laughs> effort? We using PBX. No, just, <laughs> just me being like, yo, hold on, <laughs> um, Brian. Uh, I got to ask you the the question. I do have to ask literally everyone who comes on the podcast. What is your secret to scaling? Our secret to scaling
1: is, you know, it's slow and steady wins the race. Like you got to make sure that your unit economics are are straight. You know, you got to make sure that uh, you really understand how to fulfill a customer um, before you can scale. I think is for us something that we've learned, you know, both the hard way and and is now a recipe for why we're we're able to grow like we are. Um, so it's understanding to to boil it down. It's it's understanding your side and the customer's side and what that relationship really means, because you, they're, they're, they're paying you for value, right? Like that's fundamentally what they're giving you. So you have to fulfill your end of the bargain, uh, provide an amazing customer experience. But at the same time, I do think that a lot of people in, you know, pursuit of that forget that you actually have to run a business as well. You know, you have to, you have to run payroll. You have to, uh, if you're not acquiring, (laughs) you gotta pay your POs. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Like there's, there's certain, you know, hard facts that come with this stuff. So, you know, I think it's just kind of understanding that dynamic is the secret to scaling. It's, it's not nearly as complicated as it seems, you know, people <laughs> probably want to give all sorts of guru type of tips and it's like, nah, bro, just give people what they want and make sure you don't go broke. <laughs> like <laughs> Totally. So, like <laughs> it's not that hard, but it is, it is obviously super hard um, to, to execute that across different you know, different levels.
0: Yeah. Oh, Brian, great conversation. Thank you so much for coming on. I do have three more questions for you. I hope that you're ready. Yeah, let's rip it. Okay. First question, favorite tool or app that you're using right now?
1: We're talking about Performance Max being such a powerful tool. I, I think TikTok is a top of funnel acquisition of just, you know, brand awareness and getting people into audiences to be able to remarket them. It's it's an unbelievable CPM you know, for for yeah. what you see, right? I I think the ability to reach a massive audience is is very affordable, uh, and I think the I, I truly like every brand should be posting TikToks about their company almost every day, and then using their best performers as Spark ads. I, I I it's like influencer marketing. You know, everyone <laughs> it's just remembers. So simple, about hey. A, it's crazy. And everyone remembers uh, Fabletics, right? Like, we all got an ad from Kevin Hart about two years ago. And it was like, yeah. buy, buy my shorts, right? And it's like from Kevin Hart. And, you know, that was kind of like this influencer whitelisting technique that was starting to get popular on Facebook. And it was super effective. And you saw Tonal uh, do it with LeBron James and a bunch of athletes. And, like, you can do whitelisting with your own brand, right? Totally. Like, you don't have to pay an influencer a ton of money. Like, you can get detailed targeting you know at the interest level hashtag level all this stuff so i i think tiktok will either get banned uh entirely possible um and maybe that's as likely as this other outcome but or it has a chance to become the first super app in the u.s
0: totally yeah i mean we'll probably have it in canada i don't we're gonna ban it but uh we'll let you guys know <laughs> what's going on with it when you uh, ban it Please. in the states keep keep us up to date with gen z because <laughs> it's hard enough already with that. <laughs> Yeah, um, I actually just want to step in there because I uh, there's something I, I don't think I'm going to run a full episode on this, but I want to step in on this whole idea of creating your own UGC. Right. Um, we uh, at all the brands that we own, we have uh, ambassador groups. And so um, as a way to the, the problem is like lots of times you don't actually get great UGC out of your ambassadors, even if you right. give them, you know, even if you give Humble them like a great does, creative yeah. brief. Right. It's just like they're just not into it. So instead, what we're doing at all of our brands now is we're going to be hosting TikTok training days with people who have bigger followings on TikTok and then actually training our ambassadors to create great UGC for us. And then in that time, get you know anywhere from 75 to 100 TikTok videos while we're training them as well. So just a little hack for you guys out there. Um, if you have ambassador groups, awesome. If you have VIP groups, awesome. Even if you have an email, active email list. Um, and people are around in your area, uh, kind totally. of unique way to be able to activate them to create the UGC for you. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Another another tool I'd be kind of remiss to not shout out is uh, it's a new platform called Curastory. Um, hmm. Tell me about that. Not sure if, so uh, podcast ads, right? Like yep. you know, Logan Paul uh, and Impulsive, he'll call out you know manscaped and it's just basically within you know the actual stream of the video it's not something that like pops up and is a google ad that you can skip I'm talking about like yeah. youtube basically yeah or you can do it. the same thing with spotify like these sort of native ad reads um you know that happen that in podcasts uh curious stories allowed people to do that on video and so cool. they have she- developed technology that you know tracks all sorts of metrics on the back end to basically give you, you know, platform level analytics, uh, for what is a native ad read on video. And they're working right now just with sports and fitness creators. That's kind of how we got connected with them. They are also a tech stars back company, just like us. Um, yeah. So, uh, Tiffany, their CEO, amazing. Uh, she's super smart. Sees the future of advertising really well. And, uh, that's been a channel we've gotten a crazy row as from. Because you know cool. you are able to programmatically get matched to an influencer that is perfect for your product. And so everyone talks about UGC, UGC. This is like UGC with people who actually their face gets recognized by an audience that loves yeah. them. Right. So it's kind of influencer marketing at scale. But what makes them different than like traditional platforms is they just uh, they sort of connect you directly with the right ones, so you don't have to go look for them yourself.
0: That's so cool, and that's called
1: curated story. Uh, Cura story, C-U-R-A story.
0: Crazy. Okay, nice. We'll uh, yeah. we'll make sure to include that in the show notes, and I'm going to take a look at that after because that sounds like an awesome. I I've actually been waiting for somebody to create something that connects these these people better, right? Um, yeah. the issue is like lots of the agencies that have all these connections in the podcast space, they charge like a hundred K minimum a month. So you're like, well, right. do I really want to invest that much marketing into, into this platform right. Uh, right. that I don't know about? So, right. Um, yeah. s- super interesting. Brian, next question for you, favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? Um, my favorite
1: podcast is the, uh, the, my first million podcast with, uh, oh, Sean cool. yeah. Pree. Uh, I just, it's crazy how those dudes, they just go in there and chop it up and it feels like you're like in a room with, you know, your fellow like buddies that are invested in like tech and just interested in the space. It reminds me a lot of, uh, so doing tech stars is like kind of an in-person program and, you know, just being around other folks like that, that are so interested in all these similar things, uh, tech, you know, what's innovative, like growth hacks, everything, Um, those guys just chop it up about
0: that stuff. And it's, it's awesome. Cool. Cool. That's great. Brian, last question for you. If you could sit down with anybody, they have to be alive. Uh, you can have some coffee, tea, beer, wine, whatever you feel like, maybe some kombucha. Uh, can't be Elon Musk. Who would it be? (laughs) Um,
1: yeah, I'm sure everyone would probably be like,
0: Elon. Uh, it's just the go-to. I think it's just, it's, it's not even one person. It's just like, it's like, well, who's the most interesting man in the world? Oh, how about yeah. the guy who had an affair with Sergey Brin's <laughs> yeah. wife? With, how about that guy everyone. or the richest yeah. man in the world? With, with everyone's <laughs> wife,
1: I guess. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> dude, honestly, man, I think uh, I think <laughs> I mean it depends on what I'm going for, but I think to have like the craziest mind-blowing conversation ever would be Kanye. I just, you know, Oh Kanye.
0: So,
1: yeah, <laughs> it'd be so fun to just be like what happened to you, bro? (laughs) Like, what did they do to you? Like, why'd you go crazy?
0: (laughs) Who hurt you?
1: you How are you able to still (laughs) make, like, kind of good music? Um, And then, obviously, he'd probably go on, like, a Pete Davidson rant. But
0: uh, Okay, so that's what I'd want to know. I'd want to be like, listen, is this true or is this just publicity? Right, right, yeah. You know, like, I just don't buy it. I just don't buy that he's actually mad about it. Yeah. And but then, uh, I'm a skeptic. Guy, so
1: another, another dude I would love to sit down with would be, um, I don't know if you ever watched the show Entourage, by uh, Ari Gold is a character yeah. on that played by Jeremy yeah. Piven. I feel like sitting down with Jeremy Piven and just being like, how did you channel that energy for Ari Gold? Like, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's what I want to walk into any meeting room with. I want to have the Ari Gold energy.
0: Oh, that's awesome, Brian! Thank you so much for coming on here. Really appreciate your time today. Uh, super cool product, super cool dude. Where can people find out more about you, connect with you, and then also with Grind Basketball?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, Twitter and LinkedIn, just Brian Bloom, um, and then uh, follow us on TikTok and Instagram, Grind Basketball. Um, I'm gonna get some in- inspiration
0: following you guys.
1: Yeah, please, please. We're trying to uh, we're trying to build a brand out here, so. No, cool. I would love any support there. And if you ever want to interact, I don't have a huge Twitter following yet. So, uh, you know, let's uh, let's chat on Twitter. That's where I'm trying to build my audience right now.
0: Nice. Talk nice. to be
1: consistent, though. I will say that's like the one bottleneck with it. I've seen some success, but it's like posting all the time is it's like a full time job.
0: Totally. I, I just before we before we end here, if you know, for people who are still listening, um, that has been an absolute unlock in all the acquisitions that we've done in the uh, the brands that we own in uh, fundraising efforts in everything that I can think of is consistently posting on LinkedIn at least once a day. It's just yeah. it that has been the absolute Key. Oh, and then also I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the agency at the same time, right? Like we right. we literally have people banging down our doors at Upgrowth Commerce because of LinkedIn, right? Because right. we know what we're doing and we own brands and all that kind of stuff. But if we didn't have the megaphone of LinkedIn, it wouldn't be there. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Everyone, uh,
1: you know, one thing I'm um, by no means doing a great job of, but just everyone should look at their create versus consume ratio, mm. you know? how much do you consume versus how much you create? Cause you know, we're meant to create stuff, but everyone just consumes all day. Right. And so yeah. it's hard to put yourself out there, but
0: uh, once especially results, LinkedIn, yeah, LinkedIn is, LinkedIn sure. is, is full of, of, <laughs> I don't even, I don't want to call people creepers, but it's like people who just never post, but are on there constantly in the newsfeed. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. always surprised. I'm like, Oh yeah. There's like so many people, here right. every single day so right. um that's that's my sales pitch for you you doing this on linkedin instead of twitter depending on what you uh what yeah, what uh, what, what your end goal is
1: i know i know i gotta i gotta get above. it's just running a company yeah. and then finding the time to pump out a twitter thread is always <laughs> you
0: know it's like <laughs> should be spending i gotta spend my time generating some money we'll see Bye. i hear you Bye. brian I hear you. Well, thank you again so much for your time today. Really appreciate this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Jordan. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.